Welcome back. We have the privilege of time with the remarkable individual who has made a significant impact in the world of business. Her philanthropic efforts are also worth noting. With her vast experience in international business management and a graduate from SMU Cox School University and the University of Zimbabwe, not to mention being a leader of several organizations which help small businesses increase growth and create jobs, she is motivated, enthusiastic, and a leader who is always making sound business decisions. Her leadership and expertise have earned her respect and admiration from colleagues and clients alike. Her passion is a driving force behind finding Maxim Corporation, which specializes in exponential construction services that not only meet the highest industry standard, but also reflects EBA's commitment to sustainability and environmental responsibility. Stay tuned. So welcome to Inspired Voices, Ebba. Thank you so much for uh, being a part of this podcast uh, that is for entrepreneurs, and you are the perfect fit for this. As soon as I uh, created the podcast, I started making a list of successful people and people that inspire me and um, you know that I feel the world needs to know about, and you're one of those people. So thank you so much for being on Inspired Voices. Thank you, Brittany. It's good to be here. Um, my name is Ebba Riazola. And I am the president and CEO of Maxim Corporation. Uh, we are a commercial construction general contractor based here in the Dallas Fort Worth area. And I'm really excited to be here today to share my journey with you. Um, talking about some of the organizations that I am a part of um, in some of the initiatives that we do as a commercial construction company. Uh, also giving back to our local community. Uh, and going back to that, I want to talk a little bit more about some of the organizations that have really helped my business uh, grow and then also finding support. Uh, it's very important as a president and CEO of a company uh, because it's very lonely at the top. So it's very important to align yourself with the right organizations uh, with the right people that have the similar affiliations as you do, um, where you can share challenges that you face as a business owner uh, and then collaborate um, in a safe environment where there isn't competition, but there is a lot of support. Um, and I'm going to talk a little bit about some of those organizations. And one of those organizations is WPO, which is the Women Presidents Organization which is a woman peer group. Um, you don't have any competition within that group. When you join, you are the only person who do what you do. So it makes it very unique, but also very inspiring because you meet amazing women that are in totally different industries where some of the ideas that you never even come up with, you get from those women because they are totally not in your industry. So you bring up a challenge and they focus on that, not looking within your company, but as outsiders, and that can be very impactful. Um, the second organization that I'm part of is the DAC, the Dallas Entrepreneur Center, where I mentor other business owners. Um, and I love giving back. Uh, and following to that, the Goldman Sachs 10,000 Small Businesses, I'm an ambassador of the program. I'm also like a former graduate through the program. Um, it's a great organization for anybody who is a business owner who wants to take their business to the next level. Um, and then I'm going to go circle back again. Ladies Turn It's one of an organization that we help women uh, providing resources um, and tools to uh, help them regardless of what level of life they are at and then that will help them advance themselves professionally as well as uh, personally. Uh, lastly but not least, the uh, Ronald McDonald House, which is my charity of choice. I love making dinners there, getting involved, uh, and then also giving back to our Dallas community. Um, I grew up in Zimbabwe um, in a little town called Harare, and I went to the University of Zimbabwe, um, and then I moved to the United States. Uh, and then my education continued through um, my primary degrees in accounting and finance, and I, I evolved over the years 
going into different things like uh, working in the financial industry, uh, working in the banking industry, uh, doing business development. Uh, and that business acumen that I had from the beginning, that's one of the best things that ever happened to me because it taught me to become a better business owner, a better business uh, person, a better leader. Because you can work in any kind of industry because everybody needs to know how to run a business, um, regardless of the industry that you are in. So that was one of my most um, impactful um, you know, just experiences that helped me carry me from one industry to another. And I've worked in multiple industries like um, uh, doing all kinds of different uh, uh, leadership levels. Um, and I decided to take my myself back to school and I went to a book school of business at SMU um, and I did my GMAC, which is a marketing um, certification program because at that time I was kind of doing marketing uh, and uh, digital marketing, uh, PR, advertising, and all those looking back, that really propelled me everything that I know how to run a business how to uh, expand how to grow how to scale my business and even how to help others it all came from all those experiences in working in different industry my education my childhood and then the way that I grew up uh, it has not been an easy journey uh, it may look easy from outside looking in but it has it has had its own challenges um and um as a woman in construction that's one of the things that i like to share uh you have to strap your boots and then you know just make sure that you stand up for yourself and when you do it you do it smart and you do it confidently and then you also lean on yourself as a source for inspiration um, even if when people underestimate you, use that to your advantage. Uh, and you'll be surprised. You'll surprise yourself at what you can do um, and how far you can take your business and how far you can go uh, as an individual through those experiences. Oh, wow. Um, you know, I, I didn't realize that you were a part of so many charities. I, I knew you were in the business world and you were someone that, you know, people look up to and you guide, but to know in depth all of your uh, achievements and the things that you do on an annual basis, it amazes me. I don't, I, your, your time management must be to the T. Um, I know uh, booking you here, I was like, oh, wow, I, I like how she rolls. I got a, you know, invitation in my calendar and, um, I love to see uh, how organized you are. I think it, it definitely has helped me in my business. The more organized that I am and the calendar um, that I have to guide uh, myself off of, it makes all the difference. So, um, you know, I want to step back a little bit and, you know, tell me a little bit about Maxim Corporation. You are a CEO of a large commercial company, and I want to really dig into that. What um, what sprung your interest on, you know, expanding and um, being, you know, this huge commercial business in Dallas? Well, so if you know me, you know that I love challenges. Um, I've never been that person that just does like normal things. Um, I have worked in uh, with uh, technology companies, Microsoft Partners, for example. Uh, it's a male-dominated industry. Um, and then going into the commercial construction industry, I was like, I'm going to totally do this because I use that to my benefit. Most people look at that as, um, as a hindrance, as a disadvantage. Uh, but I'm here to tell you that if you are out there, if you're in an industry that you feel like you are at a disadvantage, use that. And the way you use it is you become that underdog because everybody is underestimating you. When you use that underestimation and then you show up and then you bring to the table the value that you have because you are smart and then you've got great ideas, you're very strategic, 
you will surprise people and from there i mean it's it's like it's a game changer um so i love that even if there are a lot of disadvantages that come with working in an environment that's male dominated uh that's not the traditional norm for women to be in there are so many the advantages that are in there once you get that first step in you take that leap of faith there are so many doors that will open for you uh you talk about you know getting certified as a woman on business getting certified as a minority on business uh being able to be the voice of other women who want to break into that industry uh the support that you get from other corporations around who want to help and elevate women um it's just mind blowing um how did you even come about finding some of these, you know, these these organizations you're a part of? Because, I mean, when, when you look at your roster of, um, you know, uh, leadership and um, achievements and, um, you know, if, if it's you doing charity or if it's the people that um, I've met that surrounded you, I'm, I'm always wowed about the, uh, the diversity. Um, how did you find those tools to to find which organizations you belong in. So it kind of like goes back to my childhood. Uh, when I was growing up, I grew up in a very big family. I'm number six out of number nine. Um, and I was in boarding school from third grade until like I was time for me to go to university. Um, within that time, it made me recognize the power of relationships. And even when I was like little, I knew that when I ran out of food that I brought from home, the dining room food wasn't that good. Like the food that would eat was horrible. So like I figure out ways to make money and uh, get, and that's also when I kind of discovered like I have this entrepreneurial spirit where like I would go wait in line, buy five loaves of bread, like freshly baked bread, it will run out and at a certain time they shut down and everybody's still waiting for bread. So I would take those five loaves of bread and sell that like quadruple the price that I had bought them for. So for the whole semester, I will have so much good stuff so I wouldn't have to worry about eating the horrible food that we're getting served. Um, and then circling back to getting involved, um, when you build relationships by giving, um, it's more profound. It will take you places. You find people that otherwise you would not have met in your entire life. So one of the best gifts that you can give to yourself as a business owner is any kind of individual. Volunteer your time. And through those volunteering activities, whether it's just going to, you know, help in a soup kitchen uh, or maybe feeding the homeless or maybe just giving toys to kids for Christmas, you will meet amazing individuals that are there doing the same thing that you are doing. And I mean, that's just amazing. Um, it will set you on a path that you would not even believe in. Um, and going back to that, like I want to kind of circle back. Most of my, in my career life, uh, the things that I've done, uh, my successes and everything else uh, put together, some of the things that have really helped me is I am more successful in things that I kind of fall into. And this is not something like I can plan, I can be strategic. This is what I want to do. This at the end of the day, my most successful ventures have been just meeting people that will end up helping me change the direction that I'm taking my life or the direction I'm taking my business because of how profound that can be on you as a person as well as the way that you run your business or what kind of business to start. You know, you're definitely right on target of you know, aligning yourself with people that um, have the same aspirations as you do. And, you know, that I feel like a lot of people, they kind of just stay in their shell instead of 
making a chance and putting yourself out there. Because when you go to these 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 parties where um, you're trying to meet like-minded people, it's intimidating to go up to some of these people. It, it really, you know, and, and it could be someone that, um, you know, makes millions of dollars or they can make no money at all. It still is intimidating. Um, and breaking through that shell of, you know, no, I want to meet somebody. I'm going to figure out how to get in there and do that. Um, you've mastered it. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, you really have. And, and and that's one of the things that you just have to do it. Like, biologically, I'm not an outgoing person. I'm not an extrovert. I am an introvert by nature. I had to take myself out of there when I was in boarding school, when I was a little kid growing up in Zimbabwe, in Southern Africa. I had to remove that piece of me that was shy because I had to defend myself. I had to make sure that I, my homework was done. My parents were not there to tell me, do your homework. If I didn't attend my homework on time, I'll get in trouble. Uh, so all those things gave me responsibilities and I became very accountable. And then one of the other things that came from that was using, not using, but really getting uh, together with my friends, some of my schoolmates, figuring out how we can help each other out. And with that, my networking skills kind of like changed. Even as I went to university, I moved across uh, countries, I moved across continents. It helped me because one of the things I have always been a part of, it's like when you tell yourself that it, you are smart enough to know that you know nothing, your mind opens up to learning more. Uh, when you tell yourself that you are invincible, you know a lot, you are kind of blocking that learning opportunity. You are also blocking your growth. You are blocking the advancement that you could possibly have because you think you know everything. When you tell yourself that I'm here show up for today but i'm opening myself for more learning i i don't think i don't know everything somebody will always be smarter than you uh, somebody will always have better ideas than you when you embrace that it's like a floodgate opens when you have all these ideas and even your brain you how did i think how did i not think about that and you take that you put it into the way you run your business. You look at yourself, you reflect, and then you start opening up and try everything. Don't say no. When somebody asks you, come with me to this thing, or can you help me with this? You're like, no, I don't have time, or I can't do it. Just try. When you start trying everything, regardless of what you think your capabilities are, you will surprise yourself. I'm just, I'm just doing, um, when I guess, so you, you mentioned to me, you grew up in Zimbabwe. Um, I want to take it back a little bit because coming from Zimbabwe to say, Hey, I, I've moved here, here and there. Whoa. That's that alone is, and you're saying you're an introvert. That to me is bipolar of the what meaning of introvert. I mean, so was it your education that you said, you know what, I need, I want something different. But for me, it wasn't a question of should I do this? I was like, why not? I, I, I didn't want to have that regret later on in life. It's like, oh my God, I missed such on a big opportunity. I should have done this. Um, so with that being said, it all boils down to like trying everything, not limiting yourself. Because when you open up to everything that's being put in front of you, especially opportunities, I know that it can be scary, it's very uncertain, it's not, you're not guaranteed any happiness or any success, but when you just show up and try, you will be so surprised at what you can do. And that's how you build up, how you learn, and even become a better uh, individual, a better human being, a better citizen that can also contribute to your local communities as well as the entire nation as a whole and then to our planet um so i'm I'm very i, I want i want to 
tell everybody who is out there, the listeners and everybody else who will follow Inspired Voices to say, just do it. This is Nike's uh, tagline, but it's so impactful. When you wake up one morning, you keep planning and planning and keep dreaming and dreaming and not taking action. That's just going to stay there. You dreaming, you planning, but it's not going to be tangible. You wake up, you've got the power every day when you wake up to just come change. I don't want to do this anymore. This is what I'm setting my mind for. Do it. Don't wait for perfection because perfection kind of like disables us. Um, It freezes us from moving forward. So even if you have stuff that's not perfect, you want to start a business, you've got a great business idea, you have no idea, start fumbling around you will meet the right people, you will get the right answers, and you are a testimony to that, where you want to get something done, you wake up, you put your mind to it, and you get it done, and you've done it. Yes, ma'am. It it, it takes a lot. Um, It it really does. I feel, I, I, I ask myself all the time, what how do I get up and I, I live this life that I'm living? Because if I'm not working, I'm not getting paid. Um, outside of the assets that I have that, you know, definitely worth um, as an entrepreneur, in my opinion, um, the more assets you have and, and the more opportunity you're giving your future, that today just seems easier um, to a degree because you kind of have something to fall back on. And um, a lot of the people that I've met, one of their big reasoning for not following their passion is because of money and time. Time you can always, you know, play with, but money, you have to figure out how to get it. And um, that piece is is really hard. And I know that you have, you have some, some resources for that. Kind of tell me about you know, when, when people are, are low on funds and they have these great ideas and um, they've seen some success for what they're doing or if they haven't at all, where would you t- tell them to turn to find maybe funding for their business or take those steps to get it started and not using money as, you know, a reason to not do what you want to do? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so we have, thank God, we've got amazing resources, uh, especially here in Texas, especially in the U.S. Before you start going to those uh, venture capitalists to ask for funding, to raise funds for your startup, for your business, start looking at grants. It's money that you don't have to pay back. And guess what? The SBA, Small Business Administration, they have grants for startups. It doesn't matter what your business industry is, except with limited illegal activities that you can fund. In pretty much every business uh, that you start, you can be eligible to apply for a grant through the SBA to start your own business. Um, there are also like a lot of federal grants that you can check based on where you live, uh, the city, the county. And there are also some city programs that you can take advantage of. There are nonprofits organizations that they get funding from all those federal programs to just help women, to help minority-owned businesses, to help all businesses, startups, whether it's uh, owned by um, women-owned or men-owned. There are so many resources that you can tap into. Um, and for example, for women, there is plenty COVID, I think, opened a lot of doors for a lot of our business owners, uh, regardless of the level that you are at. Um, and I'll give you an example just for the women, because I'm a woman. We've got a lot of support here in Texas. Women Business Center, it's an organization that just, they will pay you with a business advisor and then walk you through what are your needs. Do you need banking? You've got a banker. They'll walk you through how to, you know, prepare before you go submit that loan application. Um, And a lot of people don't know that resources like that exist for free. All you have to do is, like, make a call, send an email, and then sign up for free. All you're doing is, like, spending your time getting those resources and exploring the opportunities that are available to you. Um, there are a lot of other organizations like the Goldman Sachs and Thousand Small Businesses. You apply, you get in. It's an amazing program for business owners. I urge any kind of business owner to be able to apply for that uh, um, 
program, uh, it's like a mini executive MBA, valued at about $60,000. You get to apply when you get approved. You do that cohort, you attend that program, you become a part of it for free. And then you turn it over. They have other programs that comes with that. Once you graduate from that, they have an internship program called the Goldman Sachs Fellows Program where you can get an intern that can work for you. And then you don't have to pay them. Goldman Sachs pays for those uh, interns that you can uh, use to help offload all the things that you don't want to do, virtual assistants. You can hire marketing people. So it frees your time. Instead of working in your business, you are working on your business to scale it and to grow it. Uh, and then also helping other people giving back. And that's one of my biggest passions is like being a mentor. Um, and I did not choose to do this. People came to me and said, like, hey, can you help me with this? If I'm having a problem, what can I do with that? And then it just started organically. And then I'm like... I can do this. I have the time. And I was strategic in picking the organizations that are near and dear to my heart. Um, and one of the organizations that I'm going to mention today is the Ladies' Turn, where we are women that support women uh, on a platform that's safe for everyone to share ideas, learn, uh, become that person. For example, you may not have a business, but you just have an idea. Where do I start? You've Googled and it's confusing and now it's like I am totally overwhelmed. I'm never going to be able to set my own business. Um, and thinking back, like the tradition, it's like as women, we are taught to be housewives, to do this. Um, and then the society that we live in, it's like women are meant to be, you know, doing certain um, activities or responsibilities. You know, we're living in different times. So it's like I love it when women take charge and we are drivers and we are contributing to the economy. We are the ones that are making the decisions. So through Ladies' Turn, that's kind of like the channel that we are trying to uh, provide where women come for resources, who come for tools, who come for guidance. And then we have experts that have gone through exactly what you're going through. It may not be like to the exact point, but if they don't know how to help you, there's always somebody else who can help you. Um, so I'm a big, big advocate for helping other women, helping other business owners. Um, any kind of knowledge that I have, some of my unique experiences that I've had in the past, when I show up, even if I feel like I don't have anything to offer, there's always somebody who realizes oh my God, you can help me with this. Um, so don't also do yourself a disservice of putting somebody at a disadvantage because what you have, somebody is always going to benefit from. And you won't know that until you get involved, until you show up and then you start helping people. There are so many people I've ran across that I don't even remember their faces, but I remember some things that they have said to me. And, um, you know, these organizations that you're a part of, like you said, you have to be around people that are saying things that are doing things that they may not be in the same industry, but they're more or less like-minded as far as the need to, um, to succeed. But, you know, um, the organizations you're a part of, are they free? You just mentioned that, you know, this woman's organization, you know, if you even have an idea and, um, you know, you don't know where to start, you're, you're telling me, you know, just show up, come say hi to some of these women and, um, you'll pretty much just spin a web from there. Yeah. Yeah. So some of them are not free. Some of them you have to pay a membership. Okay. But the majority of them, they are free. All you have to do is just pick up the phone, send somebody an email, or go to their website, fill in a form to say, hey, I am interested. And they will pay you with somebody, a mentor, who, I mean, it will totally change your life. And think about trying to figure out, okay, I'm stuck. I have these major challenges, and I am not an expert in this. I don't even know who to hire, because the experts that are out there trying to hire they are charging you more money than you can afford. 
when you start a business, you've got limited resources. Uh, you've got a very small pool of uh, people that you can trust and bring into your inner circle. But some of these organizations that have free resources, it's easier to get what you want without paying anything. All you have to do is just ask. And that's one of the things that I'm going to say today is always ask. When you don't ask, you're not going to get anything. Um, don't be that person that your business failed because you didn't ask, because you were too proud, or maybe it's because you didn't think that anybody would care. There are people that care. Uh, all you have to do is just ask. And the worst thing that they can say is no, and then you move on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, that's what I tell my clients in real estate. They, they, they see this house, they love the house. It's overpriced or if it's not. And I, I always encourage them just try all they can say is no. That's the worst thing to say. That's all they can say is no. Then at that point where I've already shown them more homes, so it doesn't matter. It's, it's out the window. Um, what program specifically would you recommend somebody that, um, you know, like you said, they just need someone somewhere to go to maybe talk to somebody, other people that are successful and they're already on their path? Um, so it also depends on where you are. So I would say for anyone who is either a startup, um, small business owner or somebody who is already there, they have made it and they are trying to like come up with an exit strategy to either sell their business or retire. There are so many resources. The SBA, for example, yeah, all those resources are free. And the SBA has a list based on your zip code. Like these organizations, we are kind of affiliated with them. They are free. These are the resources that they provide. Contact information on that SBA.gov. You can reach out to those. Um, the Women's Business Council Southwest, it's a certification agency here in Dallas to certify women-owned businesses. If you are a member through them, because they certified you as a woman-owned business, they have multiple resources. Reach out to other women that are members. Um, they have done it. They know uh, people that are experts in whatever area that you want to get help with. Uh, for ladies' turn, if you are a woman who has a need, it's a part of that organization that you can be a part of and then get involved um, and then get your answers, uh, your questions answered. Um, and then uh, lastly but not least, um, the DEC again, um, Dallas Entrepreneurial Center, and it, it is what it, it says it is. Um, you are a startup that needs somebody to kind of guide you through what you need to do, what's your next move it's going to be. It's a free or it's a free service. They have programs, they have workshops, they even teach you how to code. Like if you are a, a person that's like, I'm interested in programming, I want to be able to learn how to code. They can teach you how to code. They can teach you how to even build your own website. Um, so things like that. And these are free workshops. All you just have to do is go to their website check them out, attend, and they have these informational um, meetings that they have a few times a month or once a month. Everything is listed on their websites. Just go there, look at it, and then uh, figure out what works for you and what doesn't. One of those resources, I, I hope it brings somebody the piece that they need to get going or at least keep going. Um, you know, I, I have been an entrepreneur for 16 years now. And, you know, there are times where I just, I'm so tired and it makes all the difference of when I'm tired to say, you know what, I'm going to go to this workshop. I'm going to go and be around somebody that's just thriving and fresh and new and and believe 30 minutes with them, I'm like, hey, I got some new ideas. Let's go. So sure, um, absolutely. what's one of the big achievements that comes to mind right off the top of your head? Uh, so like I've, I've always thought of myself as not very good at teaching because I drive and I drive for results and I push and I push. Um, and I don't have a lot of patience. Um, so during all my experiences, all my time working with other people, other organizations, and even running my own business, what I discovered was I am very good at teaching people. 
and it was a surprise. And so one of the things that was very profound was when I started coaching and mentoring some of these uh, other business owners, some of the interns that I have, like starting from like when they are green to a point where you see them progress to a point where it's like now I look at them, I'm like, wow, this is amazing. Um, to see that progress and what they have done and the advancement where they are now from where everything started, to me, that's it's priceless. And it's something that I never thought I would be able to do because I thought it was I didn't have it in me. But they chose me, and then this whole thing started. And so that's one of my amazing greatest achievements being able to teach and being able to coach other women, uh, being able to uh, teach other business owners that uh, need some guidance or just need a hand to say it's okay. You don't have to be superwoman. You have to be. You don't have to be Wonder Woman. Uh, we all have times where we don't want to get out of bed. We want to just like lay under the covers because you feel so overwhelmed. Uh, letting them know that you are not alone. Even the people that you see every day, you think like, oh, they have it all together. You'll be surprised. Um, so we all go through it. So sharing that to say there are times that you're going to have a breakdown, it's okay. Just pick yourself up and then keep going because everybody will always do the same things. But knowing that it's it's always going to be there, it's never going to go away. And when you try to like fool yourself and say, I have to figure how to get rid of this. Guess what? You you can't get rid of it. Uh, there are moments where you feel like we are not worthy. Uh, you feel like you've got this uh, imposter syndrome. Uh, it's it's not your life. You feel like you are living outside of your own self. You have self-doubt. Those things happen. Guess what? We're all human beings and nobody is perfect. The only difference is... The successful people don't dwell on those things. They realize that this is the normal part of being human. And then they pick themselves up and then they build successful business. So what projects that are you working on right now that, you know, you're excited about that's coming up for you? Oh, I have a few exciting projects that are coming up and some of them I can't talk much about it, but it's like it's kind of like huge expansions uh, that we're going to help clients with. And I'm really excited about it. Like anything else, like in construction, you know, you start from like, just like nothing, like a piece that's not developed to like seeing the finished final product. Uh, and then also incorporating some of the sustainable building materials. That's one of the things that we've been trying to do and also educate our customers. Um, so I'm excited about it, that journey of integrating uh, and using technologies together with sustainability uh, as well as building for a better future. Um, it's not cheap. Um, some clients push back on the sustainability piece, but there are several ways that we can do that uh, without breaking the bank. Uh, so I'm very excited about some of those uh, sustainable initiatives. That, we're working with uh, the upcoming project. Tell me again about Mexum. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I got the, the general gist of, you know, CEO of a, a large sustainable commercial company uh, here in Dallas. But tell us a little bit about, you know, uh, the business that you guys do and uh, where the company is going. It sounds to me like you guys are really expanding. Yes, we are. Uh, so one of the things that really sets us aside from our competition is um, we have a culture that's different from other commercial construction companies. Uh, one of that uh, pieces is our people make who we are. Um, so it's very important to make sure that everybody on our team is happy uh, and then we are providing them with the resources and the tools that they need. Uh, and then also con doing a continuous educational piece with that. Um, 
construction is evolving. There are certain things that are coming into play where technology is coming in. Um, it's no longer that you show up at a job site without any kind of preparation because you know what to get your how to get your job done. We give our our crews, our people, um, the education, the information that they need, uh, the new technologies that are coming in, and then also where the company is headed. So they know that within this project, I am being a part of a bigger picture. I am not just here to work in this project and work on this project. Once that project is completed, then I don't, my value doesn't matter anymore. My input doesn't matter. We value everybody's input. And then we work as a team um, as we work on those different projects. And it has really helped me because we work with a very uh, vast, uh, diverse team. Um, we are all mostly immigrants. Um, and it's like we become a family. So family is like one of our core values. The company as a whole, we are like a family that has grown together, a family that relies on one another. Um, and even if when you clock out, you go home, there's, if you need anything, there's always somebody there to say, hey, I can help with that. If I can't help, I will connect you with somebody that can help. And then also realizing that we are all human beings. We are not robots. We have we we have emotions. We have families. Um, and knowing that when you reward your people and then treat them with respect, and if construction is deemed a blue collar job, it's a blue collar uh, profession. Um, and I totally disagree with that. Most, some of the most smartest people that I have met are in construction. They are more educated than people that are in white-collar uh, professions. And it's just a shame because there is that stigma that kind of pushes out that um, misconception that people who work in construction are not educated. People that work in construction, they are not smart enough. That's where they work in construction, which is it's 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 a it's a myth. It's um you'll be very very surprised. So our company we recognize that, and we try to just let our people know that this is not who you are. So your primary focus is commercial, um you know construction. What kind of projects do you guys work on? So we mostly, our, we have two focuses, um, industrial and healthcare. Uh, when we started, it was, we're pretty much doing everything. Um, any commercial space that you have, we'll work with you. Um, whatever your needs are, whether it's tenant improvement work, whether it's a new construction, uh, whether it was just doing a basic renovation, would work with you. But as we started growing, we fine-tuned our customers to two industries because we figured those clients, there is always a need for construction. When you go and uh, work with an office space, it's a one-time uh, project. Uh, maybe a little maintenance here and there, but they're not going to have a need for construction maybe for another 10 years. Um, so our goal as a company, and one of the things that we really value is building relationships with our clients. Uh, since the beginning, we'll probably still have 75% retention of the clients that we started with. Um, and I love that because when you start doing that, they have a need every time. The industrial clients, the healthcare clients, they have multiple locations. They have an audit. They have... Um, um, compliance every quarter, some of them once a year where they have an audit that's coming up and then everything on the construction side needs to be up to code. So I love those clients. They are easier to work with. When they come to me, it's not about, oh, maybe we're going to do a project with you. They already know that there has been a budget set aside for that. This needs to happen for compliance reasons, also for safety reasons, and then also for expansion reasons. Uh, they have been 
growing so fast. They have grown, outgrown their space, the existing space they, that they are in. Uh, they want to move into a larger space. So that's a need. Um, so I love those industries for those two reasons. It's not just a one time. It's it, it helps us build a lifetime long relationship with those clients. So if a doctor fresh out of college, you know, he's looking for real estate, looking for his next office, you, it sounds to me like you're almost a turnkey service for those kinds of people, you know, they come to you and they're like, okay, well, this is the funding I have. This is the budget. And you take that and you tell them, okay, this is what, what, this is what's feasible for this property. Um, so I, I I assume that you just, they tell you their vision and then you, you build off of that. And, um, um, and get quotes and all of that because sure, yeah, it's we kind of consulting web- a little bit as well. <laughs> yeah, not, yeah, not not really. Okay, uh, uh, because what we do is we bring your dream to life. We we bring your business, your brick and mortar, uh, to life. We bring what your business potential could possibly be. We bring that to life. You can start with like, I don't know, I've never been in a big space like this before. This is a warehouse. It's way too big for me. I don't know where to even start. How do I even start, you know, conceptualizing what this is going to look like? Um, I don't understand how this looks right now. I can't see the vision beyond this big shell or this just like dirt that's sitting out here or this big field. I have no idea what's going to what's going to work. So we guide and not only do we do the actual construction work, we guide our clients, we re- we give them recommendations, we consult with them. We have a lot of sits down with them pre-construction um before, during and then after. We do a maintenance with them. We do a check-in with them to make sure that the service that they wanted from the beginning, are they happy moving forward now that they are in that beautiful space that we have create for, created for them? Um, and it's not as easy as just cut and dry. Sometimes customers change their minds mid-projects, um, and you have to figure that out before that happens. And then when you incorporate all their needs from the beginning, then that project is going to run smoothly. Um, of course, like with anything else, construction projects come with their own challenges. Um, you know, it could be like, you know, timelines, you're running behind. Uh, we've been having a lot of issues. Uh, things are getting a little bit better with the uh, disruption in supply chain. Um, we have been getting more materials timely now uh, than before. Uh, during COVID, a little after COVID, it was kind of very difficult. Um, but we see that things are kind of changing for the better, which is good, which makes a project really, uh, yeah, yeah, exciting and run smooth because we want our customers to be happy. And it's not like, oh, here, here's your building. We've given you your certificate of occupancy. Now you are in there and then we forget about you. We don't do that. We check up on you. Anything that happens, we come back. We stand behind our work. Um, and it goes back to our culture where it does the di- one of the biggest differentiator. We always stand behind our work. Some contractors, you hire them once they are done, they are out. You'd never hear from them again. Our customers come back. We have repeat customers because of the work that we do for them. And... Uh, the responsibility and accountability that we take uh, post uh, completion of that project. Yeah, yeah, you guys are taking accountability for what you're doing. Yes, and um, that that's great that you have that service for people. I can imagine. What do you think you would say to somebody that um, you know they have an idea? And they've wanted to be an entrepreneur and they think it's a scam or they don't think they're going to make it or, you know, they just have all these questions. Um, What advice would you give them other than, you know, just doing, 
maybe like what routine would you give somebody to, to maybe start to push them towards maybe being a little more successful in their life, if you will? Is it maybe um, waking up early in the morning and, and setting a routine for yourself? But, you know, that person that's kind of stuck because COVID has really beaten a lot of people down. It's changed our schedule. We're not doing, um, I feel like more people are back at work, um, but the majority of people are able to work from home now. And from working with home, from working from home, you don't have to get up every morning and get dressed. You don't have to fix your hair if you don't want. You don't have to put on clothes that, you know, looks professional. And to me, as, um, you know, as a business leader, uh, an owner, I feel like, um, you know, when you're dressed for success, you feel successful. So, you know, taking all of these different things that business owners and, and entrepreneurs have had for years to come, they're, they're kind of gone. And it's really left it in the hands of people to say, you know what, if I'm going to be successful, I got to get up and do it. And um, what would you recommend for somebody that, you know, an entrepreneur that's kind of, I hate to say lazy because we're not lazy. We all are going through some things in our life and we need to get through them to get where we need to be. But what would what would you recommend somebody that's kind of lost? So I would say incremental changes. And um, I'm going to suggest reading this book by James Clear called Atomic Habits. He talks about doing small changes because sometimes we look at people and I'm like, oh my God, they just have an overnight success. And we think it just happened like that. But no, in retrospect, you look at it, they were doing little changes, tweaking their life from bettering themselves personally as an individual, uh, starting from, okay, do I need to wake up a little bit hour earlier? Do I need to incorporate exercising with my routine? Because with all those things, when you go out there to meet people, you exercise, you've got a better health system. If you are falling apart, if you don't take care of yourself, then all the other things that uh, you are planning on doing, that business that you're planning on starting, that's not going to happen. So start with self-care. It's very important that you know as a human being you have to take care of yourself first. Uh, and then from there, start small. Even that daunting business idea that you have, you don't know where to start. Give 30 minutes to yourself or even five minutes. Today I'm just going to do a research on this. This all the challenges that you are facing, all your fears, and say tackle one at a time and you don't have to do the whole thing. Just get one idea every time when you look at that. Research it. What are my options? What else can I do? If you reached out to somebody who can help, reach out. Surrounding yourself with people that where that that where where you are and they have gone through those challenges, it makes a huge difference. And also know that you are not alone. Every entrepreneur, every business owner that is out there. They have been in that same exact position. Some of them were lucky enough to either inherit a business or buy an existing business. But you are starting from an idea and turning that idea into a business. It can be very daunting. It can be very scary. But knowing that you are not alone and knowing that there are always people out there willing to help you. Um, do you have any last bits that you would like to um, share with anyone? I would say just go ahead and um, just get it done. Um, don't procrastinate. Perfection kills dreams. It also kills businesses. Um, just even if you have an idea and it's not perfect, you know you want to start your business, there will never be a right time. It's almost like having a baby. I don't have kids, but people do this and say, oh, when is the right time to have a baby? And you keep waiting and you keep waiting before you know it, you're probably over that age and you're not going to be able to have that child. Um, it's the same thing as a business, starting a business. The economy is bad. Inflation is high. Um, I have so many bills to pay. I don't have any money. I don't have any savings. Find a way. There are always ways to do Like I talked about earlier, reach out. There are so many grants that are out there that people are not taking advantage of. 
there are so many organizations that are out there that are willing to help startups and people that want to start businesses. There are city programs. Every local municipality, it doesn't, you don't have to be in this, the city of Dallas. Dallas County has its own programs. Tarrant County, Colin County, you name it. Um, so look into those programs where you don't have to pay back because we have a lot of support, believe it or not. Um, and you will be helping yourself become one of those successful entrepreneurs because you woke up and then you got it done and then you got the business started. So don't wait too long. Don't wait for perfection. Perfection. Yeah. Yeah. Perfection. Will As never you come. tell me, and I'm looking at this podcast thinking about cutting through a bunch of stuff. You're right. Thank you. <laughs> well, thank and you should. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're like, well, maybe oh, on that. We're, we're all human beings. So it's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And don't be too hard on yourself either, because one of the biggest uh, things that we do as entrepreneurs, uh, as business owners, as mothers, as uh, husbands, as wives, whatever capacity you're playing in your relationship or in a business, don't be too hard on yourself. Give yourself credit for the things that you do right, and also hold yourself accountable for the times that you've just dropped the ball um, and then move on from there, learn from that um, and then share your experiences with other people and don't be ashamed of failure because it's going to happen one time or another and embrace it and then that will even help you become a better leader, a better business owner. Embracing your mistakes Mm -hmm. and pivoting. Yes, yes. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, thank you so much again for being on Inspired Voices. I appreciate everything um, and, and your feedback. I I, I, I didn't write an outro again for this one. My last podcast I was on, I, I totally forgot to do the outro. And yet again, we are here. <laughs> well, it's been my pleasure. Uh, and, you know, it's I love giving back and I love people, anyone who can listen. Because knowing that you're not alone, it makes a big difference. Yeah. yeah. I think um, the more you fail at, at anything and you just put yourself out there, you have a higher chance of bouncing back and doing it different the next time and so on and so forth. Um, and um, I, I'm, I'm learning. I, I'm, I'm learning. And um, you never stop learning, do you? No, you never, you do. never do. Yeah, because when you do that, you have totally put yourself in a box and that's where you're gonna die that's where you're gonna end open your mind up there are so many opportunities your brain you've got things that you haven't even yet discovered about yourself about life about your business about ways to become even better or to really give back to this world there are so many things that you still learn i look at like much older people, they have retired, they have had businesses before. Those people, they are my number one source of inspiration. I want to hear their stories since they were little. How did they do everything that they did until they went into retirement? What were some of those challenges? They are the wisest because of the experience that they have had. And especially if you find somebody who is still learning at age 75 and over, and they are the right people to go to for any kind of wisdom because it's there, they have done it, and they are telling you that it's okay, it's not too late, you can still learn. Um, so keep your mind open. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, and don't be scared. No, no. There's, there's, no, there's no reason to be scared. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, thank you again. Um, that's it, man. You're welcome. We're all done. Yeah, my pleasure. <laughs> thank, thank you, you for thank having you. me. Absolutely. Thank you for uh, being on Inspired Voices. Thank you. And that's it for today's episode on Inspired Voices, a journey through career, leadership, and business. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. And don't forget to follow us on social media. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. Looking to buy or sell real estate? Or maybe relocate to Texas? 
Dallas surrounding real estate agent Brittany Realzola can help sell your current home so you can buy your new home or locate pre-owned homes. Ask Brittany about her master list of new build homes in your budget. Call or text her to start the process. Her number is 9723108006.